Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where, trust me, Kofi Media ain't dead yet. It's lost the mid-card. We are now less than three weeks away from the, the, the biggest pay-per-view on the WWE calendar, WrestleMania, of course, on April 7th from New York, where uh, Vince Bear hope it, it, it doesn't blizzard because, I mean, the weather's been just absolutely crazy this, this whole year. Uh, let alone March. I mean, come on. So uh, uh, Vince probably holding his breath on that one. Uh, we got uh, a little bit to talk about here as we roll on to WrestleMania. The picture of the card getting a little clearer. but uh, So we'll get into that, talk about being the elite and some headlines. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes and any of your favorite podcasting apps. What you got to do is a search for Lost in the Mid card. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way every Wednesday, and also uh, keep your eye out for any uh, special episodes that may come throughout the year as well. Um, we're also on the Spotify as well if you if you are a Spotify listener there as well. And you can also subscribe on the YouTube. The links to all of that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the midcard. Uh, go to the pin post there. You can go to our pin tweet on the Twitter at LITMC Podcast. And I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co host, he is on the Twitter. At Raw F Showtime, it is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? What's up, bitches? What is up? What is up? Hey, we're Not Raw. a whole lot. Raw was mad and SmackDown was great again, huh? So, you know. I, for the most part, I really enjoyed SmackDown and Raw was back to its old shitty self because Bruce Pritchard was in Australia touring for something to wrestle with. Yeah. Don't tell me that shit wasn't a coincidence. No kidding. Uh, also, our other co-host, he's on the Twitter at no one like D. It is Daryl Bullock. Daryl, how you doing? Word. WrestleMania's around the corner. It is. It is. Um, either one of you guys catch uh, 17th anniversary over the week, uh, over the weekend or Friday night? Uh, partially. I fell asleep. Had to catch your boy. <laughs> fell, you fell asleep? Like you fell asleep before your boy main evented? <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm getting old, man. I got kids. I got well, kids. you know. I got kids, man. It doesn't help that the thing starts at 9 o'clock. Like, usually I'm putting my kids in sleep at 9 o'clock, and I'm dozing off my damn self. Yeah. Well, apparently uh, uh, it was a very lengthy main event, wasn't it, Matt? It, it wasn't. It, it was an over. It was an overbooked clusterfuck, and I don't give a damn what anybody says. He doesn't give a damn. Took a page out of uh, Impact Wrestling, huh? It honestly felt like something that Impact would put out. It's nice to know that finishers and Ring of Honor no longer mean a damn thing because I st- think I saw between twelve and twenty of them in that match <laughs> that were kicked out of twelve and twenty. Damn, pretty much, yeah. No, um, no, dude, I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I. I had to have seen the lethal combination at least four or five times. Not to mention, you know, all of uh um Taven's finishers too. Like I'm about to say you better remember who the hell you're talking about. You know who I'm fucking talking about. Ooh. 
It was uh, it was ridiculous. Like honestly, it was it was a it was a it was a very stern reminder to me of why I have not watched the Renovata product since Philadelphia. Uh, so a change for G1 Supercard uh, for uh, the ROH New Japan show on April 6th. I mean, is that considered a spoiler, or do we just go ahead and say it now? You talking about, if you're talking about the ladder match, they've already announced it, okay. so it's a spoiler. Triple threat ladder match for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Jay Lethal, Matt Taven, Marty Scroll. So that is now a triple threat ladder match between the three gentlemen. Um, you already know who's winning that. Marty, so they could try to keep him? Uh, they're smart, yeah, but if they're loyal, you know who should win. I mean, it just it, it didn't make any sense to me the way that, like, what Matt's, like, to go with, 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 with what Matt said, uh, you know, all those finishers and everything and only toward to be a damn draw yeah. it's no you, you make matt taven look strong you already know what jay lethal is you make matt taven look strong for what for him to lose in a ladder match it's no way in hell he should lose that damn match if they do then delirious is fucking delirious well have you well, watched we the already product? know we already know that he is have you watched the product so this year? i mean yeah like True. come on and and also keep in mind some guy named David Starr, who I'm not at all familiar with, is already doing promo hype for his Ring of Honor World Title match with Jay Lethal in just a few weeks. He wrestles in I forgot which uh, company in Pennsylvania, but he he's from Pennsylvania. I've seen him. Uh, well, live. He, he's an he's an Israeli wrestler, and there that's where the match is going to be held is in Israel. So that's why he's fighting for the title. So. Uh, that's the reasoning for that. It's and and I don't think he's gonna, you know, come close to winning. But uh, I don't think he's gonna win it either. But I mean, the fact that there are they're already advertising the Jay Lethal title defense a few weeks after uh, the the G One Supercard says to me like, oh, oh, is that? Oh, that's after the Supercard. It's isn't April twenty first. So oh, well, they did. They, they to change that. That no, they did. They did put out the caveat that if Lethal isn't champion, that whoever's the champion's going to face him. So, oh, did they say yeah. that? Okay, they said I that. They said that. they said that when they announced uh, Star was going to face him from his uh, native country. So, uh, they did say that if if if, uh, well, if Lethal okay, was... well, dude, if it's in Israel, travel situation, you got to take that into account. Like, to me, this just says Lethal's retaining. I mean, we would like to think so. And they just put it in a ladder match so they didn't hurt Taven or Marty in the process. Mm, yeah, maybe. And, like, it, the, one, the, one, the one match type that you can book that leaves both people or the multiple people of the match end up looking strong is a ladder match. Mm-hmm. Taven don't have to get Pender submitted. Marty doesn't have to get Pender submitted. Liesl just has to climb a ladder and grab a belt. And it's, it's, it seems to me that's what we're getting. That that's what we're getting in New York. So I think it's just just fucking stupid. Um, also in New York, IWGP Heavyweight Champion Jay White takes on the New Japan Cup Tournament winner. Uh, any idea who that may be? I haven't watched New Japan in so long, dude. I mean, the tournament's not done yet. I think it ends on the. Uh, I think it ends on the twenty fourth. Let me see if I can tell you who's still in it right now. Didn't know if you guys had a gut feeling of anybody that may have. I think it's going to be Okada, or mm. if it's not Okada, it'll be Tanahashi. In my opinion, anyway. Um, it'll probably be Okada. I could see more so Okada than Tanahashi. Uh, title for title, title for title. I IWGP Tag Champions Grill is a destiny. He'll take on the ROH Tag Champions PCO and Brody King. 
Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion uh, Taj Ishimori is going to take on Bandito and Dragon Lee in a triple threat match. ROH, that, might, that might be something. Oh, yeah. Uh, ROH TV Champion Jeff Cobb <clears throat> uh, against Never Openweight Champion Will Ospreay, title for title. I, I clear my throat because of, yeah, things. Um, Dalton, huh. Ca- Dalton Castle against Roosh Douche. And Bully Ray against a mystery opponent in a New York City street fight. Roosh the douche. All right, it's down to the final eight. The finals will take place on March 24th. Um, these quarterfinal matches will take place to, on the 20th and the 21st. And the semifinals will take place on the 23rd. Right now, who's left? You got Ishii against uh, Yoshihashi. You got Akata against Osprey. You have Tanahashi against Zack Sabre Jr. And you have Colt Cabana boom, against boom. Sonata. Like, how the fuck Colt Cabana is still in this tournament? <laughs> or how he even got in this tournament to begin with? Um, I don't even begin to fucking understand. Um, but there's there's your eight right now. So one of those eight will be challenging for the title at, uh, at the G1 Supercar. He, he's your quote-unquote Cinderella for March Madness, right? I, I will say this. If Gorillas of Destiny actually win the tag titles off of PCO and Brody King, that might be that actually might bring me back to watch Ring of Honor. Well, it ain't gonna happen. So title for title, I guess you have. Always, I guess you have no reason to get. I, I'll, I'll be pissed if you put the new if you put the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships on PCO's stupid ass. I don't think I'll you're gonna. Be, I don't think there's going to be a. I don't. Th- I don't think there's going to be a finish. No. I think the Briscoe now. Th- now that the Briscoes aren't in the match, they're going to interfere and beat the shit out of everybody and make it no contest. Yeah. No titles are changing hands in that match. That's a, that's the that's the usual go to on a title for title situation. True. Especially, especially Cro- taking the especially taking the Briscoes out of the match, like out of the garden, like two or three weeks before the match. Yeah. Like they didn't make any sense whatsoever. So to me, the Briscoes are going to. Are going to interfere in that match and you know and lay everybody yeah. out. It didn't make any sense putting a title on PCO either. So, PCO shit. PCO shit. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk some AEW. Uh, last week's Road to Double or Nothing episode seven. Uh, the show Cody getting in the ring, testing out the knee with MJF, doing a little ro- uh, rope work, and uh, so Cody, I guess he, I'd say he's looking all right, looking to. Uh, Looking on target for a couple months from now, don't you say? No, oh, he'll be he'll be fine by double or nothing. I mean, that was the whole idea of getting the surgery when he got it to begin with. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's already up and moving around and doing some light training exercises, he'll be by the end of May. He'll be good to go. Uh, nice, nice little in-depth interview with uh, Doctor Britt Baker as well, talking about her career, talking about how uh, a lot of her life was just two things: uh, dental school and pro wrestling, and she couldn't really uh, focus on uh, anything else except, uh, except for those two things. And uh, luckily, she's been able to uh, succeed in both. And uh, she's uh, looking forward to her uh, triple threat match here coming up. And uh, she mentioned she's the only female uh, that is uh, that was at All In that's going to be also at Double or Nothing. So, Yeah, uh, uh, if, there, if there's one portion of AEW's roster right now that's that need some help. They need they need to get a better women's division together because right now it's uh, in Hogan and in, in the turn in the words of Hulk Hogan, it's not cutting the mustard, brother. <laughs> or in the words of uh, 
Bret Hart, it's the Drizzling Shits? No, I wouldn't go that far. Wouldn't go I wouldn't far? say I wouldn't say the division's the Drizzling Shits. It's better than Women of Honor already. Right. Yeah, I was actually um, about to say that. But they 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 need it to me they need at least two or three more high profiled women they need to Jer- really get that division off the ground. Like they, they need to grab Eva Lise. Um I would go out and grab I would go out and grab Summer Ray. And Tanel Dashwood's ROH deal is up at the end of March. Yeah. And if oh. I'm AEW, I'm making a hard play to get to take her from ROH. Yeah, they need a they need a Jericho like signing for that uh, for the women's division too. You know, so, but okay. I don't know if there is a Jericho like signing for that women's division right now. Uh, right now, it's not. So, like to, to me, uh, the the most comparable thing you could say is that they were able to if they were able to get like uh, Tessa Blanchard from from away from Impact. Yeah. And I'm, I don't think she's as big as Jericho, Jericho, but I think she would be a hell of a pickup for that company. There, I'm telling you, once AEW can raid Impact's women's division, they're going to be a, they're going to be in really good shape because Impact actually has a really good women's division right now. There's not a whole lot of good things I can say about Impact at the moment, but their women's division's really good. Yeah, I heard some good things. Kira about, Hogan. I heard some good things about the great the great war they just had too. So. Yeah, I have I, I I have not I have not seen Impact in a few weeks now, but it's on the DVR. It was like a six. It was like a six women brawl, two sides, you know. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I saw yeah. the the episode the week before that one, uh, but I haven't seen it since. But yeah, I'll 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 watch. Uh, we, <laughs> we we take a trip into the music studio with Downstate. Uh, of course, they do uh, a lot of uh, musical themes, entrance themes for the wrestlers and. Uh, uh, kind of behind the scenes, uh, uh, putting together one for Doctor Britt Baker. So uh, they kind of show you some uh, behind the scenes work uh, with uh, with that as well after uh, after the interview. Yeah, uh, they've done a lot of great themes. They've done they've done Mrs. Uh-huh. Uh, they've done Ziggler. Yep. Um, they Cody's. did um, Cody's. Uh, yeah, I was going to save him for last. <laughs> um, and they did. Uh, didn't they redo Riders theme too? I yes, think so. Did. Yep. When yeah. They, when they. Uh, when they kind of added a little more rock to it, yeah, yeah, and I feel like there's somebody else I'm missing that they that they did their theme too, but they they've done they've done a lot of um oh yeah um um what's his face Alex Riley's uh the say it to my face track mm. they like they, Downstreet did a lot of stuff for pro wrestling over the years um so yeah the fact that they're working with AEW I honestly I would I would have them do a lot of a wrestler's themes in the company personally and you know just make them your 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 like how wwe uses cfo now to do all their tracks i'd use downstraight to to record as many tracks for your company as humanly possible yeah definitely uh cody in the office uh brandy uh walks in and uh phone rings it's jericho and uh cody sends it to voicemail um they uh, uh, they show off the uh, uh, Brandy has a little present for for Cody. It's a little cane with uh, a, a little pewter uh, kind of replica of Pharaoh's face on it. There, pretty cool little cane. Uh, we we cut to the pro wrestling tea shop and and uh, unveil the uh, the latest merch for uh, for AEW. How about how about the how about the Pharaoh plushies with with the uh, bandana? Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. I'm sure it will sell. I mean, it's it's not it's not for my target demographic, but I, I'm sure they're going to sell. Somebody's going to buy it. What, a lot what, of people are going to buy it. What'd you think of uh, Jericho's voicemail for Cody? 
What a dick. <laughs> Jerk well, awesome. well, to be fair, Cody called him a dick. So, Yeah, but he was saying it more tongue-in-cheek than I know. the way Jericho came across. Like I, like I said on Twitter last week, like AEW hasn't even had officially had their first show yet, but they've run storylines so well yeah. that I already want to see Cody beat the shit out of Jericho. Yeah. I, you I, know, just, I just love I just love Cody just sitting there taking it all in, listening to Jericho's just 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 bragging basically, you know. Uh, all that money you make and th- you, you can thank me for it. Kenny can thank me and all that all that stuff. Hey, a very interesting tweet just came out. Yeah. There was a Twitter discussion about um you know Vince not putting the uh, the WWE title on an African American superstar, yeah. And somebody tagged The Rock, and through this back and forth, The Rock actually replied and said, "Glad I came across this, and I'll give you guys some context and truth. I identify as exactly what I am, both equally proud, black slash Samoan. And my friend, let me expand your thoughts a little bit here. I transcended race in wrestling, so there was no quote unquote booked that way." Thanks, guys. Mm. Wow. So with that being said... you imagine being in the middle of a freaking wrestling debate on Twitter and the freaking Rock interrupts you and adds in his two cents? Well, I I guess I better just shut up there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Close close the laptop or my cell phone and... uh, Yeah, I'm done. And just shut the fuck up. Shit. Pretty much. Goddamn. Rock got in here and found out. (laughs) That's cool as hell. He's right, though. I mean, oh, he's absolutely right. I, for all those wrestling fans and and people who actually don't look at The Rock as an African American man because you because he's part Samoan, dude. I'm West Indian too. So you and I'm also African American. So what are you going to honestly say if I win a WWE title? Yeah, the first West Indian champion. No, we all, we all I'm, I'm a black we all, man. We all something different. We all something, right. We all something. We're all mutts. So that's what it mutts. is. We all mutts. <laughs> I mean, I get both sides of the coin because there really hasn't, you know, I mean, but at the same time, I mean, 2019 is different than 1992 when Ron Simmons did it, you know? Right. And uh, like I said, I, I get it, but at the same time, it is what it is. He's black and Samoan. Yeah. Fuck over it. Yeah. It's going to be a huge moment regardless of at WrestleMania for Kofi. Absolutely. That's why I got my Kofi shirt waiting. Uh, episode 143 of Being the Elite called AEW Comes to AAA. Uh, they show a little bit of uh, the match between the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. Uh, they kind of cut away uh, just before uh, a, a little uh, a little Meltzer driver on the outside. And um, that'll be uh, to be continued on the episode. Bucks are at LAX. Of course, they left us, uh, you know, they said they were, uh, uh, it, it was time to hit the road. Uh, so they were at LAX, obviously, on their way to Mexico, if you hadn't heard the news. Um, you know, they captured the – what did you guys think about that, capturing the, the AAA Tag Team Championships? It's, pretty it's, a per- it's perfect, perfect setup for, all, for, for um, double or nothing. And, like- and at the same token, it solidifies AEW's relationship with AAA. I mean, everybody wins. It's it's not a bad thing whatsoever. Uh, I thought I thought it was a brilliant move. It, it got a and, lot. And of, the more AEW is willing to work with all the other companies that you know 
it's it's just, it's good for the wrestling industry as a whole because really? unlike WWE who doesn't want to work with anybody, <laughs> AEW seemingly wants to work with everybody. Yeah, and I I think long term that's going to be a good thing for their brand in 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 the entire scope of professional wrestling. Yeah, and uh, as they're sitting in LAX, uh, Matt's looking over his notes, and uh, all his notes say are Michael Nakazawa and Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> Even the he, he's sitting, uh, the guy he's sitting next to, he, he, he thought he was just got called Michael Nakazawa by him, but uh, no, he, he actually said Matt. <laughs> really, really, Nakazawa's getting in these guys' heads, isn't he? So I'm waiting weird. to get my Nakazawa t-shirt. Did you order it? No, I didn't yet. Oh, God. I'm going to get it, though. You know you know how crazy I am. That's hilarious if you get that. Uh, SCU, uh, you know, they're not good guys anymore. Everybody, lo- everybody loves them, but when you, co- when you go and tell them it, yeah, they don't have, no, 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 I'm sorry. No. They ain't got time for your bitch ass. I see you. Joey Ryan, was that, who was that? Was that, looked like Noel. Yeah, that was yep. Noel Foley. I thought so. Yep. I thought so. You guys have changed. Uh, Joey Ryan getting beat up because, well, it's the day ended in Y. So, Ooh, look who makes the save, though, Papa Buck. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, Cody and uh, the Bucks are talking about uh, an email they got about a new gimmick. <laughs> so terrible, it, it can't, they couldn't even get it over. So uh, they they turned to us to get it over. I guess is that how they're doing it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. JB is the new librarian. Yeah, I guess so. That was funny. I loved how they flipped the camera and they go, Hey, guys! We got- <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so if you, if you have what it takes to be the next, to, to be the librarian, uh, re- record a 60-second video telling why you should be the librarian. Actually, you tweet the photo or the video at AEW using hashtag librarian. So if you search hashtag librarian, I'm sure you could check out all the vids. Yeah, I'm good. No? No? Yeah, I don't really care. Oh, uh, they cut. To t- you don't want to be the next librarian, Matt? No, I can't say that I do. There's a lot of things I want to be the next of, of a librarian. is not one of them. They showed uh, Cody getting laid out in the ring at AAA by a, a bunch of dudes. Uh, SEU's sitting there eating some popcorn when uh, Sammy Guevara comes in and... Uh, uh, he's doing his vlog and and uh, you know invites SCU to say hi on it and SCU's like I don't know why everybody hates this guy, you know? Oh, he's not he's not from Southern Cal. Oh, that guy's a that guy's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just noticed uh, Sammy's wearing a little Rey Mysterio hoodie there. Booyaka. A little six one nine. Adam Page uh, giving us an update on the. Uh, on the uh, full gear challenge with all with all the uh, the voices in his head of uh, of everybody uh, uh, talking down to him, that's pretty funny. Cody, I can hear your thighs from cross state lines. 
Oh, boy. And we cut to AAA, the tag match, tag title match with the Bucks and uh, and the Lucha Bros, where the uh, the Bucks have uh, have uh, captured those tag titles. We cut to a backstage area where Jimmy Havoc's talking to a, a gentleman. I don't know the other guy's name. And MJF interrupts, being you know the, the dick that MJF can be. And uh, uh, I guess MJF, you could say MJF opened his mouth at the wrong time when, when Cody decided to clean his ears, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, had it just been that long since Cody cleaned his ears? <laughs> Cody hasn't been listening. I guess. But, oh, I think he heard MJF loud and clear at the end of this episode, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I still love last week with him and Brandy. That was fucking hilarious. Well, it was a very quiet week in terms of headlines, wasn't it, guys? Yeah. Uh, the biggest news to come out of the uh, of it is the fact that uh, uh, former WWE champion AJ Styles has come to terms with the WWE and has signed a new deal. Uh, he's being advertised for May events overseas, taking on Samoa Joe. Uh, his deal was set to expire next month. Uh, Mike Johnson of PW Insiders uh, has been told by several sources that both sides have agreed on all major points on the new deal. Um, there are some within the company that believe this deal has already been signed, but that has not been confirmed yet. Obviously, of course, all elite wrestling knocking on the door, which was another option. Um, and uh, Styles uh, decided to celebrate with uh, the newest member of his family, a little cute little puppy. Gallows and Anderson, they've been pulled from all scheduled WWE live events, according to Mike Johnson, a PW Insider. Uh, the decision has been made to remove the uh, former tag champions from all events based on their decision to turn down what was believed to be a five-year contract extension in the uh, multi-million dollar range. And uh, so they are not currently booked for anything uh, going forward. And uh, they have not worked live events since February 25th. Last worked a dark match at a TV taping on March 12th. Last appeared on SmackDown on February 5th, where they lost to Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. Um, They intend to exit after their current deals have expired. And... uh, Gee, where are they going? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Look, if you don't know where Gallus and Anderson are going, you clearly haven't been paying attention to this show. Clearly. Uh, when's the deal up, by the way, Matt? September. September, okay. So they're basically... Don't just know gonna... when in September, but so if, they're just gonna, if they're just dated gonna... correctly, they could show up at All Out. They're just going to Neville them then, basically, right? Yeah, that's what certainly what it seems like. But, I mean, Neville chose to go home. To me, it sounds like this WWE sent these guys home. WWE said, fuck y'all. Well, Punks. Well, they said, fuck y'all with that contract because you dicked us around for two, three years that we've been here. I don't blame them. No. Me neither. Uh, this week's uh, WWE Hall of Fame announcement for was the uh, Warrior Award. And uh, I, I guess... This was basically the 
the true intention of the Warrior Award originally, right? Unsung heroes within the company. Am I am I correct on that, guys? Yeah, to me, this is what Warrior always wanted the award to be. That's so, what, I mean, it's nice that, that they're actually doing it that way this year. That's what I thought, too. And uh, Sue Atchison, who has been with the WWE and has been uh, a driving force as a bridge between the WWE and Make-A-Wish for over 30 years, is going to be the recipient of, of the Warrior Award. Uh, she is the lady that you may not know, but everybody that works for the WWE knows her and loves her. If, you, if you've just seen all of the, uh, the tweets and support uh, uh, after the announcement uh, that, that she was getting the Warrior Award, you could tell that she's meant a lot to a lot of people. Uh, not just today, but but throughout the '80s, '90s, and 2000s as well with the WWE. So um, it's going to be really cool to to to, to see someone like this kind of accept this kind of honor in the WWE, isn't it, guys? Yeah, I mean, like Matt said, that's what the Warrior wanted the award to, the attentions to be. So I'm happy that she's actually getting it. Uh, she will join DX Harlem Heat, Tori Wilson. And the Honky Tonk Man as the Hall of Fame class of 2019 so far. Oh, you always love the old kayfabe. Uh, it came down uh, from uh, WWE four days ago that Ronda Rousey has been fined for her unprofessional actions last week on Raw. Oh, yes. The old fine in professional wrestling. Do you guys think this yeah. is... Do you think... Dumb? Right? Do you think this is yes, dumb? Yes, it's so dumb. Okay. Uh, and then because uh, nobody buys that shit in 2019. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 th- I thought so, you know, but just wanted to make sure. Uh, and then going into this week's edition of Raw, uh, Travis Brown uh, has been banned from Raw after getting physical with security on Monday Night Raw. We'll get into that more when we talk about Raw uh, later on in the show. Uh, last week's edition of SmackDown Live uh, went up a little bit in the ratings to uh, just a hair under 2.2 million. Uh, this past uh, or last night's Monday Night Raw, well, it it, it it didn't do it wasn't a great one, so it dropped in the ratings. What a surprise! Uh, it was the worst Raw in a little over a month, uh, dating back to early February. Pulled in just a hair under two point seven million, uh, two point eight million to start, and then uh, a hair under two point six million on hour three. Uh, just announced for WrestleMania access up in Brooklyn. Roman Reigns, he will be uh, doing a premium VIP autograph signing on Monday, April 8th at 2 p.m. Oh, shit. The Big Dog. Tickets will be available this Friday if you want to meet the Big Dog. Those are probably going to sell out very quickly, so if you you want to meet them. Uh, WWE Network News is reporting that the 1993 March to WrestleMania 9 special will be uh, is a hidden gem on the WWE Network. It was a two-hour special that aired on March 28, 1993. Uh, it included uh, Randy Savage against Yokozuna, uh, um, Mr. Perfect against Skinner, Kamala against Kim Chi, and uh, Bam Bam Bigelow against The Undertaker. MLW announced the following, that uh, uh, Jim Cornette extends MLW return and will call more matches. Uh, they announced that the league has come to terms with Cornette to extend his presence ringside as an analyst. And uh, so he'll call the uh, return to New York City on April 4th and 5th. And he'll be uh, present for Milwaukee's debut on June 1st and return to Chicago on July 6th. 
little bump in the road for NXT superstar Chelsea Green. She announced that she uh, unfortunately has uh, gotten injured. She posted on Instagram. Uh, Today I had the opportunity to wrestle for the first time at Full Sail for NXT after years of dreaming of it. It was everything I could imagine to be, but of course with this job comes occupational hazards. Unfortunately, I broke my wrist mid-match and will require surgery first thing tomorrow morning. It sucks, I'm upset, I'm angry, I'm sore, but I'll be back soon. Just a tiny bump in the road to many goals I have set for 2019. You guys know uh, Matt? uh, You guys check the spoilers? Do you know who uh, she took on on that taping? I have no clue, sir. I don't remember. Uh, a couple of WWE superstars got some time off. You you didn't see them this week for a good reason. They went on their honeymoon as uh, Alistair Black and Zelina Vega went to, uh, headed to Amsterdam for uh, for their for their little honeymoon. So uh, that uh, explained the, their absence from television this week. Of course, congratulations to the couple. <clears throat> you live over there, JB? Yep, just <laughs> just scrolling through some news here. I was like, eh, yeah. <laughs> those aren't worthy. Uh, Starcast, of course, is uh, taking place during uh, Memorial Day weekend with uh, Double or Nothing coming up, and they have announced the location. Uh, it's going to be taking place at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. Nice. May 23rd to 26th. Starcast.com. That's star with two R's. Dot com. For more information, of course, uh, Undertaker's going to be there. Stinger's going to be there. Ric Flair's going to be there. The Horseman. Before. Woo! It's, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, interesting. Yeah, and Arn Anderson, I think he just opened uh, his uh, uh, shop at PWTs, too, didn't he? Yep, he has one of the best-selling shirts of ProWrestlingTees.com right now. Oh, no, oh, yes. no shit. <laughs> yes, yep. he does. It's hard to believe that that man in his entire career had never had a, a solo T-shirt Yeah. until now. And it's one of the best-selling shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com right now. That's fucking cool. <laughs> I have it. Oh, you bought it? You damn right. You know how much I love Arn Anderson. Double A, man. I need to see that shirt. I haven't seen the design yet, so it it very much looks like an old school '80s shirt. Uh, some trademark updates. Not for Vince, but for Cody. Cody has applied for a trademark for Dusty Rhodes, as well as Starcast has applied trademarks for Jim Crockett Promotions and Ten Pounds of Gold. Uh, some interesting uh, trademarks. That's interesting. There. Yeah, especially the, uh, the the Starcast ones. So I, I think I heard uh, Cody's also trying to get American Dream as well. Yep, American Dream and American Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he not have American Nightmare? I, uh, for now, my understanding, he was going for both. Uh oh, here we go. Just found it. Which uh, which one did you get? The uh, the Enforcer uh, one. There's two of them. I see. The um, one with the frame on it, or the curved text. The curved text. Okay, there's the curved like, text is the one that's selling well. Yeah, because there's like a one with a box where like he's kind of in the box, and it says the enforcer on top of the box. Yeah, I had to get that one. That's cool. Uh, and also Andy Kaufman, legendary uh, 
uh, celebrity that, of course, was famous with his feud with Jerry the King Lawler. He's got a store now um, in uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Women's Wrestling Champion of the World is one of his shirts. <laughs> As uh, we mentioned on Being the Elite, the Young Bucks have captured the AAA tag titles at Rey de Reyes. Uh, they made a surprise appearance and uh, defeated Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. Uh, the Lucha Brothers had just won the, the tag title belts from Tejano and Rey Scorpion. Uh, and uh, Conan who uh, manages the uh, those former tag champions, came out onto the microphone, lights went out, and the Bucks came into the ring, challenged the new champions, and won with the Meltzer driver on Pentagon to shock the crowd and the wrestling universe that they're going to change. WCW Thunder has more episodes added to the WWE Network, spanning from September of 99 down to January of 2000. You guys, uh, you guys ever watched Thunder back in the day? I sure did. Yep. You got got some Sid Vicious. You got some some Booker T. You got some Goldberg, of course. Some Malenko. Some Bret Hart. Some Lex Luger. So all sorts of good stuff there. Update on Dana Warrior. Several weeks after she began working with the creative team, she has now become a full-time employee of WWE as part of creative, according to P, uh, PW Insider. And so uh, now that role has been official, that she's a uh, part of the uh, creative team. Where, of course, we've talk, been talking about that story here for a couple weeks now on Lost in the Midcard. Um, and, of course, the joke was she replaced Arn Anderson. No. Uh, if you're a fan of wrestling books and all that sort uh, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee Glenn Jacobs Kane is a, he's going to be writing a, a book about his life in professional wrestling and his movement into politics it's going to be called Mayor Kane, My Life in Wrestling and Liberty and uh, that's going to be coming out in this November if, uh, if you're interested in that nope <laughs> Uh, here's something I know Matt's interested in. He's, uh, he's probably already in line. Uh, Ring of Honor announced the following matches for Sunday, March 31st. Return to Baltimore. Roosh versus Tracy Williams. Silas Young versus Mark Haskins. Kenny King versus PJ Black. You'd have to pay me to go to this fucking show. <laughs> I'd rather see a newspaper wrestle a stick. We could make that entertaining. Pretty much. My God, that stick had a family. Facts. Yeah, the, just, like seriously, that's your top three matches. You announced that's, that's, for your that's show. That's the go home show. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, that, those matches. That did like like I heard that, and I'm like, are you trying to not sell tickets to this show? Well, dude, like, you remember the last time we went to we went to Baltimore? Like, it was <laughs> think ha- about it. it Maybe had half the audience that uh, Best in the World had. Right. And I guarantee it's going to be even less now. It's going to be like three people there. (laughs) It's going to be all uh, fans of Roosh. Go go Rush. There are no fans of Roosh. The douche. Like, Uh, really? Former WWE superstar Adam Rose has announced that uh, he is retiring from in-ring competition after his current independent wrestling obligations are up. 
Um, thank Nobody everyone. cares. <laughs> Ooh, burn. Uh, I'm just saying, file that's under the no one gives a shit pile. Oh, Later, Rose. Oh, I got one more for you on that one then here. Uh, for, uh, WWE SmackDown star Sin Cara has come to terms with WWE on a new three-year deal, according to PW Insider. To, to do what? Mm, job. Jesus to be this, lost. This, look, if it's true, and if he did sign a new deal with the WWE, they're signing fuckers just to sign people right now. Yeah, they're signing people to not go to like, AEW. You, you really fucking worried that fucking AEW is going to sign Sin Cara? Like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Vince is, like, probably. Come on, now. They're going to sign Sin Cara, and we're going to put him in a trio with the Lucha Brothers. Wow. Oh, God. That just made their stock go down. Thanks, Daryl. Yeah, you know. Uh, during a commercial during a commercial break at the Allstate Arena on Monday, uh, they announced that War Games is returning. Uh, SmackDown Live on Fox Friday the 22nd. NXT TakeOver War Games Saturday the 23rd of November. Survivor Series the night, uh, uh, on uh, Sunday the 24th of November. And Raw on the 25th. Oh, boy. There we go. Uh, Mike Johnson, PW Insider, says, As of last night, the announcement that Baron Corbin facing Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 35 is not a swerve. It is looking to be what's going to happen. So, Why? I don't know. Uh, I will up- tell you right now, WWE might have a new record on their hands. WWE obviously is aware of the negative fan response. I mean, could you not hear the boos over the crowd at SmackDown when that graphic showed up tonight? Hello. They have thirteen thousand down thumbs downs on mm-hmm. Kurt Angle's announcement on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be one of the highest downvoted videos in WWE's history. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. So yeah, it might have been the plan last night. WWE. But I would not be surprised WWE. if I come next Monday, WWE makes that change. WWE just steal my idea. Uh, have seen his music hit. A.A. Corbin on the ramp, have him come up to Angle and yell Ruthless Aggression, point to the sign, book it. Just do that. Steal it, book it. I mean, I mean, how many times do you get a We Want Cena chant? That's, seriously, yeah. That was terrible. I mean, I like, I've like, I've liked Corbin his entire career, but that, no, that's not what we need for Angle's farewell match. That was terrible. <sighs> Uh, it's been announced that Impact Wrestling and Ohio Valley Wrestling are going to resume their developmental agreement. Uh, Impact Wrestling announced that today that they have re-entered into that agreement with the Louisville-based company. Because, um, you know, they're going to have to restock the cupboards after uh, AEW steal, uh, 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 raids them, right? Factual. When was the last time OVW was fucking relevant? Um, I don't know. Exactly. Non-news. Uh, props to Drew McIntyre. He apparently worked uh, the uh, one of the highlights of one of the few highlights of Raw last night. Uh, sicker than a dog, and it was uh, a very high quality match. Uh, word was backstage that uh, he was very, very sick. Uh, so, but uh, considering how well that match turned out, props to Drew. And plus, Drew cut a couple of promos too. So, dude, uh, the, the dude powered through. Uh, 
the uh, bat, little backstage news, the 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 uh, the the, inter- the interview from Dave Batista from his law office. I mean, his home uh, that was actually taped, <laughs> that was that was taped in uh, that was taped in Pittsburgh backstage last week. They taped that last week. Uh, Get out of my office! Uh, <laughs> huh? Uh, by the law, law offices of Dave Batista. Uh. Disney takes over the ownership of 21st Century Fox tomorrow, March 20th. So they will now own the distribution rights of the Marine franchise, 12 Rounds 2, Santa's Little Helper, and Jingle All the Way 2. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just saw that. I'm like, what? Hey, Flip Gordon. He's just uh, put on Twitter this morning. That uh, he saw the doctor, passed all the tests, he is cleared to wrestle. So Flip is is back and ready to go. Um, so he'll probably uh, be somewhere on that supercard. Is there supposed to be like a battle rail or something on that supercard? Uh, strong possibility. Uh... We went from bad Angle news to even worse Angle news. Eric Angle, the younger brother of Kurt Angle, has been charged with assault after being captured on video, picking up a student he was coaching at an amateur wrestling meet by the neck. And uh, a video video shows Angle lifting the child off the ground and then throwing him back down on the mat. Angle claimed he was keeping the child from messing up, but made things worse. Oh, he Bobby knighted the kid. Okay. Yeah. He treated the kid like the chair. I see. Uh, Angle said I should have just walked away and let him. Well, yeah, I don't know. He just said I, I, I'm the one who embarrassed myself even more. Yeah. Well, oops. Oh, Eric. Speaking of Angles, uh, Kurt's wife posted uh, her displeasure for the uh, WrestleMania match, then deleted it. <laughs> we feel you, girl. Come on now, Baron Corbin has worked hard this year. He deserves a Mania match. Well, yeah, and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. He's been there, done that already. He, he works, yeah, well, let him let him bid it again and have him get thrown out by Braun and call it a day. He works. He worked hard to be that shift manager at TGA Fridays. Right. Uh, I did not watch NXT this week, but uh, I, you know, developments were were not much of a surprise. Oh, kind of a surprise, I guess, if you. Surprised that the Forgotten Sons are advancing to the finals in the uh, Dusty Classic. Uh, Io Shirai and Bianca Belair went to a no contest in the number one contenders match. Um, so we'll have to see how that the ladies kind of uh, how that picture shakes out later uh, uh, next week on NXT. And uh, I'm gonna just go out on a limb, Matt, and say Black Ricochet against DIY didn't suck. No, it most certainly did not. Uh, Black and Ricochet are going to advance to the finals to take on the Forgotten Sons. Uh, Ciampa tried to uh, revisit history by uh, uh, turning on Gargano, but Gargano was ready and and uh, actually turned uh, uh, threw Ciampa into the Hunter Tron. And uh, Gargano hit a knee, and Candice looked real, rather pleased at what uh, Johnny Wrestling did to, to Tomasa. So I'm, I'm assuming that's... Uh, well, I wouldn't say it. they're probably gonna. Are they gonna do probably a, a send off, um, champ like uh, 
relinquish the title type of thing first first taping of the next uh, the new set of tapings I don't know we'll see well I guess well no they've already well they already I guess they already did the it's already in place of who, what's going to happen so maybe they aren't I don't know because they're yeah they're already taped all the way through so hmm. I don't know Season your. Yeah, if you're interested, uh, spoilers are out there. Monday Night Raw this week uh, takes place from uh, Chicago. You know, Chicago, uh, hot crowd until uh, the angle announcement, right? <laughs> God, if you want to see how, how, how hard you can let the air out of an arena, check out after angle announced who his WrestleMania opponent was, right? You mean it wasn't Hulk Hogan? I knew you guys were kayfabing me there, but... <laughs> uh, what'd you guys think of the open with... You didn't uh, know. I, uh, I knew it wasn't Hogan. Uh, what'd you guys think of the open with uh, with uh, with uh, Seth Rollins coming out and laying uh, Drew out with a chair when uh, he came to talk to Heyman and, and Lesnar? I always enjoy a nice ass whooping. I thought it was a hot start. Yeah. And I mean, now that I know McIntyre was sicker than a dog and he's cutting two promos on Raw, I mean, Jesus. Props to that guy, huh? Just hopefully nobody shared his microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They show uh, some images of uh, Finn Balor and Stephanie McMahon in Abu Dhabi for uh, celebrate the Special Olympics. Balor came out and uh, wished everybody a happy belated St. Paddy's Day and uh, said, luck of the Irish was not on his side when he lost the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Uh, but uh, he's got himself a mystery partner for his tag match with uh, Lashley and Rush. A lot of people thought it was, uh, was Sami Zayn here. I think they're holding Sami off until... After Mania now, uh, but instead, hey, you get Braun Strowman and and uh, Braun and Finn together ain't, ain't a bad combination. And uh, rest in peace, Leo Rush. Right? I say he did. Man, that dude, that dude, what? That dude earned some frequent flyer miles. Um, he could probably take a trip anywhere after uh, after the after the <laughs> airtime he took with uh, Air Strowman. And he got the dog shit beat out of him. Uh. Strowman with the running power slam after six minutes takes care of uh, of Leo while Lashley walked up the ramp. So the good guys get the win there. Uh, Ronda Rousey walking to the arena with Travis Brown, John Cone. Jo- John Cone acting all tough, wasn't he? Dude, you're six foot eight. Like the fuck, you already know what it is. <laughs> uh. Moment of Bliss is up next with uh, her guest Elias, and uh, they make the announcement that Elias is the uh, the main musical attraction for WrestleMania. And well, that's already better than half of the ones they've had before, right? That's usually my piss break, or I need more whiskey. Part <laughs> of the show, yeah. So hey, at least it's not the worst musical performance of of, of all time. Uh, we plus we hey, but what do you think? You think Rock's gonna inter- interrupt? You think? You think Rocky's showing? Mm, I doubt it. 
That might that if 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 Cena doesn't that they don't change the match with angle to what you want, then I could see a Cena uh, interruption. True. Um, no, I think Rock interrupts Elias. He has been putting uh, the Rock's uh, name in his mouth lately, hasn't he? Oh yeah, he has. We've already seen the uh, Cena and Elias song and dance many times. So, uh, and uh, you know. It, it can't be a moment of bliss without an interruption and and uh, the uh, in a match that's destined for the WrestleMania kickoff show. Buddy Murphy will defend his cruiserweight championship against Tony Nese. Tony Nese. I, I called it after my my original pick got beat. I go, he's going to face his friend. So dumb. I could care less. Yeah. Could not care less. Uh, that's that's the epitome of a kickoff match. Now. Hmm. The uh, the conga line headed by uh, Otis. <laughs> oh boy, you ready? You ready for it, Matt? You ready for it, Matt? This is where the show went off. Officially went off the rails. This is yeah, like about I, I. It was still pretty damn funny that Otis was leading the the conga line and yeah, uh, rhythm too. What's really up with what's up funny. with uh, what's up with the new hairstyle? You like the new hairstyle there? Uh, I, I I for once Corey Graves said something funny. Uh, he, he 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 woke he he went to the barber and said, "I want to look like a margarita." <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck no way Jose is thinking with the bullshit in his hair. Uh, yeah. I've seen worse. Shh. I don't know. Uh, Elias and Jose win about four minutes. Elias wins. Uh, Kurt Angle wrestles long. Kurt Angle WrestleMania announcement. We already talked about that. Uh, I did get my wish. Kurt Angle is going on a farewell tour this time. Chad Gable, and they got a little time, 12 minutes. I loved it. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty good, guys. Uh, uh, we it, got, was, it was not a good match. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I and was Chicago good. was very generous, being um, super nice to Kurt. What? And honestly, if Chad Gable couldn't get a good match out of Kurt Angle, what the fuck do they think Baron Corbin's going to get out of him at WrestleMania in a few weeks? I'll throw him around a little bit, deep six, slide out the ring, and boom. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be like a five-minute match, I guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, I, I say pretty – I mean, enjoyable is what I'm saying, you know, just because it's, it's the last hurrah for Kurt. Yeah, it wasn't a five-star match. Angle just can't move anymore. So It's sad. Yeah, he just can't move anymore. So. And what the fuck is he wrestling for then? No disrespect yeah. to the guy, but still. Well, at least he's smart enough for WWE. Smart enough to know the mania is it for him. Because yeah, his matches nowadays, he's just he looks like he's moving in slow motion. It's sad. Yeah, I'm seeing people think Corbin's going to win at WrestleMania too. By the way, I'm not surprised. To be honest with you, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I mean he's the guy that gets the heat anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> a funny moment backstage. Uh, <laughs> a funny moment backstage where Apollo Cruz challenges Baron Corbin, and uh, Baron asks the revival, "You like me, right, guys?" <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of uh, the uh, the Sasha Bailey Natalia and uh, Beth Phoenix uh, little exchange? Uh, I want to know why the hell Beth Phoenix thought she awoke at the dragon instead of the Amazon. <laughs> Like what the fuck was that? Yeah. I know so I, was, I, know I wasn't the only one that got Amazon. No, I awoke the dragon. Like I really, the dragon, the dragon. The are dragon. you Steamboat now, Beth? Like what the fuck are you talking about? Just, 
Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't good. <laughs> this is and I am so not era. looking forward to seeing Nia and Tamina in this four way for that title mania. I, I, yeah, I see. I see that now. That that does nothing for me. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's elimination and they can knock Nia and Tamina out immediately. You mean you're not ready to see the Tamina and Nia? Not going to happen. <laughs> Natalia took on Sasha before uh, all disqualification broke loose. and Before Dumb and Dumber came out. Pretty much. Botchamania. Uh, Mojo Raleigh found a mirror again. And I groaned. Ricochet took a... Like I said, this show, to, this show went off the rails the second No Way Jose company came out. Like, it's seriously just, this show just took a a sharp right turn, and you're just left saying, what the fuck is happening? Ricochet beat Jinder Mahal in about seven minutes, and uh, they showed the Five Warrior. too long. Award, uh, Dana Brooke lasted 15 seconds in her championship match, and uh, Ronda held on to the armbar because she's a bad girl now. She's a bad mofo. Remember back in the day when the heel would hold on to the submission longer than they're supposed to when the referee reversed the decision? Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to that? It's a lost Anybody art, ever Matt. remember that? It's a lost art, Matt. It's a lost art. Just saying it would work really well nowadays. It would. Um, but, you know. Yeah, you know. Paula Cruz beat Baron Corbin in, uh, in short fashion. Uh, Angle appeared on stage to celebrate with Cruz. Uh, Batista, uh, uh, from his law office, talking about how much he hates money. <laughs> what'd you think of? Uh, what'd you think of the Batista promo here? He has a cool leather ch- leather chair. Oh, Vince has a cool leather chair. Yeah. <laughs> the arena had a cool leather chair. Or, yeah, Give me what I want. Uh, they did. They gave him James Gunn back. They did, Because yeah. he said he wasn't going to do it again, right? He said if they didn't use his script, he was asking out of his contract. Don't have to worry about that now. Nope. Big Dave wins. Flawless victory. Give me what I want. Oh, I, I like I like heel Big Dave, though, man. Dave's awesome. Uh, apparently... Apparently, Alexa Bliss is trying to broker a peace settlement between Braun Strowman and the Jabronis from SNL. This will go well. Well, I think, like you said, what, last week, JB, that he's going to show up on Saturday Night Live? That was like one of the rumors, yeah, that he would show up, yeah. He's probably probably going to show up like the last Saturday before. He'll probably show up on the the night before WrestleMania. True. True. I can see that happening. It's already, it's already be in New York. Yeah, I was just, yeah, he's going to show up then. Live from New York, it's. Oh, I would love. To, I would love. You know what? If I was going to Mania, I would literally after Takeover go to Saturday Night Live. Uh, that's right. Takeover. No, wait. Takeover's on Friday. This Friday. I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. So you, you right can... after the G1 Supercard. So that means Braun's going to leave the Hall of Fame, get dressed, and go to Saturday Night Live. Uh, if he's going to SNL, they'll probably excuse him from doing the Hall of Fame. Probably. Yeah. True. Well, oh, we'll know what he's doing. Over there. Let's see if Braun's on the red carpet. Uh, the, and also, some of the news was that uh, 
the Andre the Giant Battle Royal is now official. We, we thought maybe that was dead because there was going to be 17 match. No, I'm not exaggerating, kids. 17 matches on the WrestleMania card. Uh, I believe five, six, no, six to eight years ago, there were eight matches on the Mania card. There's 17. No, it's, a, it's the rumor anyway. Stress the fact that it's a rumor. I've seen that rumor in multiple places, though. Uh, Drew McIntyre came out to speak because we still had 30 minutes to go. Uh, so we had some time to kill. Uh, so uh, Drew says he wants to speak to Joe, not Roman. And uh, he wants to spot, speak to Joe, the husband, the father that's sitting on the couch at home because... Uh, Joe wants to be a hero to all these people. He has a challenge for him, and Drew lays down that challenge to fight Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. So there it is, kids. One we thought may happen, then we thought maybe Dean would turn, but now here it is. Here it is. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. I'm I'm fine with that match, guys. It's going to be pretty interesting. And uh, hey, hey! At least uh, I, I like to I like the uh, Seth Rollins uh, promo from Gorilla too. Kind of something different. Probably a probably a Bruce Pritchard idea, don't you think? Even though he wasn't there this week. He called from Australia. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> um. Well, at least it went back on. Uh, at least they ended in a, on a high note. Do, do, do you agree, Matt? Oh, I guess so. Except for the Lesnar music, and you know, at least Lesnar didn't go down there and give him eight F fives. I have a question after you talk about SmackDown. Very interesting question for the both of you. Well, you can talk about it now since we're in between Raw and SmackDown. Okay. So, based on what we know now, the the major title matches, you know. Becky, Ronda, um, Charlotte, Seth, Brock, Kofi, you know, quote-unquote Kofi, Daniel Bryan. Do you honestly, do either of you honestly believe or see three title changes in Red WrestleMania for the positive, for, for, all, the, for all the people that we want to win? Yes, because I don't think they have a choice this year. Nope. Yep, exactly. Okay. I'm just curious. Uh, I think that this year, more this year, keeping the fans happy is more important than ever. And on top and of that, if WWE on, wishes to go in the direction to continue to piss off their fan base, there's going to be another wrestling promotion waiting for them with open arms. This yeah. is very much facts. And on top of that, on top of that, the Universal Title was circumstanced because th- you know Roman with his leukemia that changed everything. So, right. I don't even know if Braun was. Even, I don't even know if Brock was even going to have another run with the title at that point. No, so my understanding, he was done after the last uh, Saudi show. Yeah. So they had, they signed a new deal with him that week to keep him around, thanks to Roman's fucking cancer. Um, but Dana White said earlier this week or late last week that he expected Brock to fight for them in the UFC this summer. So that says to me he drops the title. At Mania, he goes in the fight camp, and he's ready for the summer to fight Cormier. Just announced by the WWE, a little minor breaking news. 
<clears throat> next week on SmackDown Live, Mandy Rose, Naomi, Carmella, and Sonya Deville, Fatal 4-Away, the winner, faces Asuka at WrestleMania. I'm in before Mandy and Sonya, each pin Carmella and Naomi, and uh, get that triple threat match that I've been calling for for about a month now. Triple threat. Yeah. Yep. SmackDown Live tonight, as we speak, uh, took place in uh, somewhere. Oh, Indianapolis. <laughs> somewhere. It's it somewhere. Uh, Someplace. The, uh, the Miz kicks things off, and uh, God damn, did he cut a good promo, didn't he? Sure as hell did. Holy shit. Uh, and as uh, a theme throughout the night, he even uh, even kind of surprisingly, in my opinion, surprisingly through his, uh, his own support for Kofi too. Um, that kind of surprised me a little bit. But uh, we all know the business is a good talker. I mean, hell, he cut one of the best damn promos ever on Talking Smack when him and Daniel Bryan got into it. You know, and uh, he he cut another damn good one here. It's uh, it, it, I don't know about you guys, but it definitely made me more interested in this match. Yeah, funny how SmackDown's writing's better than Raw's. It's so weird. I, I, I just don't get how one one has time where you can tell stories, and it, it's a shit show. <laughs> one, you have to be efficient, and it's amazing. It's so it's funny. Oh. Dig diggity, dig diggity dog. Um. <laughs> Socko. So, very awesome promo by the Miz to, to kick things off. Um, next up, the women's tag champions Bailey, Sasha Banks come out, and uh, they are going to face the Iconics. Iconics cut a, a little promo, mocking how they were, uh, 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 how the t- champions have been ducking them all along. Uh, decent little match here. Uh, again, what the fuck is they doing with Lacey Evans? This is stupid. Can we just quit doing this right now, please? Uh, but... Well, at least we know she's not getting a shot against Oscar. <laughs> true, true, <laughs> true. Uh, a little bit of confusion, all four women getting into it, and a, a little bit of a roll-up and a little bit of a... A little bit of help from my friends enables the Iconics to defeat the tag champs. So Iconic. That's Iconic. How, that's how you get uh, those ladies into the into the uh, into the fray for the four way. Word. Kayla Braxton interviews Rey Mysterio and brought brought in his son Dominic. Of course, uh, we we saw Dominic in his uh, in his younger days. Uh, was that when uh, Ray was doing his title run thing, Ray, the Royal Rumble win and stuff? It was uh, Ray versus Eddie. Fee yeah, that was Ray, Ray and Eddie. Yeah. SummerSlam 2005. I was there. It was in DC. Uh, this uh, recap here says uh, Dominic is in his early 20s right now. So, um, <laughs> your son is way bigger than you. Ray says he uh, is announcing that he faces Samoa Joe. For the U.S. title at WrestleMania, no big surprise after he pinned Joe last week. Uh, of course, Dominic has been training to wrestle, so as Matt said, he's going to be in a cocaine clutch later on on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> we all know that's going to happen, right, Matt? I certainly think so. I, oh, I mean, that'll make it more fun. That'll make it more fun because Joe's an asshole. That'll make the feud a lot. I mean, 
And you got to. There is no other reason to introduce bring. Dominic to television if they're not going to have Joe beat his ass. You need to have some fuel to the fire, right? You know, right there it is. Perfect. Have fun, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, Andrade. El Idolo. Uh, hey, El thrown over the top rope by Brano. Welcome back, Kevin Owens Show. The new and improved Kevin Owens Show. The KO Show. I, I, the KO I like, Show. I like that new shirt, too, and uh, the new graphics and stuff. And Kevin brought out uh, uh, two of the three ladies that are in the Raw Women's Tag uh, Tag Raw Women's Championship match: Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. And basically, Kevin was there to just stoke the fire until they started beating the shit out of each other. And, and uh, security tried to break it up, and well, security got uh, a, a, a little bit of punching for their trouble too. So I bet they're going to get fined too, aren't they? Yeah, they mentioned it on commentary. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's getting fine. It's so cool. Get your wallet out. Uh, AJ Styles interviewed by Caleb Braxton. And um, talking about Randy Orton, of course, they had an amazing promo last week. Styles admitting that Orton was the first-round draft pick while Styles was a walk-on. But, you know, he's going to tear the house down at WrestleMania and uh, show... How phenomenal AJ really is. And also, he wished Kofi good luck tonight. I still, I think it's going to be a walkout. There's going to be some kind of, th- I think there's going to be some kind of protest. Like, Did- like, uh, like, like I said, it's it's either the, the talent is going to tell Vince, either put Kofi in the match or, or we're walking and there will be no WrestleMania or they're going to. Or they're going to take a page out of the Daniel Bryan book from going into WrestleMania 30. They're going to occupy SmackDown Live. Daniel Bryan came out just before the top of the hour with Rowan. Uh, Talked about uh, Kofi Kingston. He was uh, chosen to replace Muhammad Ali. uh, Muhammad Ali. Mustafa Ali. (laughs) Wow. The recap says Muhammad Ali, so I'm going to. I'm going to blame the person that typed that out. Uh, it does say Muhammad Ali on this recap here. So good job, JB. I didn't. I, I'm just reading what I, I what's on the page here. So uh, Brian mentioned that the chances that Kofi had, he lost those. So he's earned nothing. He's no more than a B plus player, which is oh, ironically what Triple H called Daniel Bryan or or Steph called Daniel Bryan, right? It, it, so that 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 does give, give credence, Matt, to another yes movement, right? Yep, the old B plus player shit. Uh, and you never you never know. Maybe the entire locker room leads that movement next week, possibly. Maybe the locker room stages it. Who knows? Uh, so there you go. New Day makes their way out to the ring. Gauntlet match begins at the uh, the top of the uh, uh, top of the hour, halfway through SmackDown Live. Kofi took on Sheamus uh, first off from the bar. This went about fifteen minutes. Uh, pretty uh, pretty grueling first matchup for Kofi. He, he took a beating against Sheamus, but was able to hit tri- Trouble in Paradise. Took on Cesaro, was able to get through him within uh, seven minutes with the SOS. Rowan only went a couple of minutes before Rowan disqualified himself, but that might have been by design. Brian might have said hit him with the chair a few times and uh, beat the shit out of him. You know, yeah, that might have been by design. 
but it, it didn't get any better than that uh, from there because he had to face Samoa Joe in the fourth match, and uh, we're about uh, over 30 minutes into it at that point. Uh, were you a little surprised that the, the Joe portion didn't last as long? Mm, not really. I think Joe should have been in the Rowan spot. Personally, yeah. I think he should have got. I think he should have got himself DQ'd with the chair, yeah. or yeah, the Joe part of only went about five minutes. Um, to me, the Joe, the Joe was like the one thing that didn't work for me in that entire match. Everything else was good, but Joe slipped out of the muscle buster and got a roll up pinfall there. And after that, well, uh, Joe slaps on the Coquina clutch while Kofi's in the ropes. Um, and a bunch of referees come to break it up when Randy Orton comes out. And, uh, of course, uh, poetic, a little poetic here because uh, Kofi, uh, probably his biggest uh, push in the WWE was a feud with Randy Orton. And so uh, the, his, his last step towards WrestleMania is taking on the Viper. And uh, they went at it for, for quite a while. And, and uh, a roll-up. Which uh, Orton may have looked like he kicked out. It, it was kind of hard telling, but uh, referee said he got the win. Everybody's celebrating. Everybody's happy. And then here comes Vince to piss us all off, right? As usual. Art imitating live. <laughs> True. <laughs> and Vince says you got to get through one more guy, and it's Daniel Bryan. And uh, while there were a couple of flurries, Brian had the offense for most of the uh, for most of it and hit the running knee, and pisses goes to piss us off once more. But it had to happen this way. Yeah. On honestly, like once Brian came out, I knew he wasn't going to win. Yeah. Is you really if you have your WWE champion lose to a guy who just wrestled for an hour in like in the matter of a couple minutes, it just looks really bad. For Daniel Bryan. Which way would you have um, done it, though? Which way have you done it? Would you have done it where we're delaying it again another just, week? No, or, I would or have just ended or have, it there. Or have AJ... Oh, but I that's what I you would have thought. I would have ended it there. They, they, It's not like they have a million years between now and WrestleMania. I would have had I, Kofi win the damn gauntlet over Orton and <laughs> make the fucking match. Or Vince comes out and if he wants to further fuck with Kofi, say, yeah, you're going to get your match with Daniel Bryan. At WrestleMania, but it's not one on one. It's a fatal four away with Kevin Owens and Mustafa Ali, you know, or just something like that. Like they just they didn't need they didn't need to. Yeah, I mean, if, extend if, this any longer. No, I mean, I, I, I get I think, that they think that they think that Vince thinks he's helping the story just like Vince thinks he was helping women. Becky's story. No, 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 and that's the problem when Vince gets involved with something and he thinks he thinks in his head that he is doing the right thing. Ugh. But unfortunately for all of us, he's doing the wrong thing. Pretty much. He still has that WrestleMania 12 mentality. Fucking idiot. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, imagine the pop, like, say there's a ref bump, and here comes AJ Styles to hit a Styles Clash. I mean, just imagine the crowd. That would have been smarter, because if you already have, if you already got AJ and The Miz uh, talking about, you know, talking about, you know, go Kofi and stuff like that. Yeah, then- oh, yeah. if they wanted to burn out Brian tonight and have that match happen, everybody but the New Day should have came out and beat the shit out of Brian. 
Pretty much. And then throwing him in the rain and just like, oh, if you paint him. Because then it keeps Brian looking strong because yep. he got beat he got, he got, because he got his ass beat by the entire roster. Um, so it, it really isn't that big of a deal. And they could just be like, oh, yeah, Vince, you, you said the New Day was banned from Renside. You, you didn't say anything about us. You didn't us. say everybody else. Yeah, right. it, it, they could have done, done something like that. If they insisted on being, bringing Brian out, they could have had the, the roster rush from the television set backstage and beat the shit out of Brian and just throw his carcass in for Pretty Kofi to you, pin him. You would have but, made sure everybody helped out, did their part to make sure Kofi got his title shot. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, they're just they're, they're extending it um, more than they needed to. They're extending yeah. it because they ain't got shit else to do for the next two weeks on SmackDown and Raw, probably. What do you mean, pal? Shit. I got all this shit booked. Shit. What fuck oh, stick. It's going to oh, be great. You got it overbooked. I, what, what did I tell both of y'all the other day? You. In 10 years, WrestleMania is going to be all day. <laughs> It's going to be midnight to midnight. You're going to literally wake up that morning, eat breakfast, and watch the pre-show. Now, one day they're going to get to the point where they're smart enough that they're just going to make WrestleMania a two-day event. It's going to be a week. (laughs) WrestleMania week is truly a week now. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard. Thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost in the Midcard, hit that subscribe button, and then you'll know every time a new episode comes your way every Wednesday. And also, uh, you know, any special episodes we may do throughout the year as well. Uh, you can also uh, get those subscription links on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard. Go to the, the pin post there or go to our uh, pin tweet on the Twitter at LATMC Podcast. Matt is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. Daryl is on the Twitter at No One Like D. I am on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And before we uh, ride off into that sunset, Daryl, what are your final thoughts? Fence needs to hurry up and wrap this shit up and stop making Kofi jump through rings of fire to, to get a damn match. We already know what the hell's going to happen, so just do what you got to do. Amen. And uh, go Kentucky. Kentucky, huh? Yeah. Just because you're a fan or that's who you picked? Oh, no, that's who I'm a fan. I've been a fan since I was 11 years old. (laughs) Matt, what are your final thoughts? Just that Vince Vince needs to keep his hands off the shit that fans care about because he, when he thinks he's doing the right thing, he's he's doing more harm than good. So, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I, it's insane. It's it's just so much shit. You know, just doesn't it? it, it he's it, it. It doesn't have to be this complicated. You know, but nope. What do you do? For Daryl Bullock, Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost in the Midcard. We'll be back at you next week. <laughs>